Welcome to the B-Sides and Beers podcast. Welcome to B-Sides and Beers episode 87. Tonight we're talking Canadian rockers, the tea party. What's going hey, on? Hey, man. And the river. I can't do it. <laughs> hey, St. Peter. My veins. <laughs> I had to get I'm hair. good. I felt like I was back in grade 11 all week. Yeah. Yep. That's about it. Yeah. You got to go back further than that. It's further oh, than well, that. Well, I start. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, when was the EP released? 91? 90. 91, yeah. I well, we'll talk about this when we got okay, into this because okay, yeah. I got on, I got stories on. connected to this too. Um, All right, like but this is this is partly a beer show too. So why don't we start with the beer portion first <laughs> before we just drink it all down? And you know what? I'm gonna jump in. I'm gonna do it. Let's start with hell uh, yeah because you didn't Mike, have any. I don't time, can't remember so. if you had this one or not, or if this is one from the summer or not. But it's a, a parallel forty nine offering and is the it's the Cherio. That's yeah. I had the <laughs> Cherio. How is Cheerio. it? Uh, I will let you decide. Okay. You tell it's, me. Yeah, the cherry cola sour, four point eight percent vanilla extract. I'll give it. I'm gonna give it a go. But you know, it's again a kind of you know you buy the book by the cover. It's it's yep. a yeah. nice cherry bomb. Uh, and I'm going uh, a little fruity on this one too. This one is from Bomber Brewing. This is the Lemoncito Loco. That is the Ooh, salted lime nice. lager. Nice. That'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really know which is one's it going to with, explode go like a pinata? first and see what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's what I got. What do you guys got? By the look of that cherry on the can, it's going to be sour, man. <sighs> yeah, you're probably it. You're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. But. I just want something to be a little sour, like not a lot sour, yeah. but just a, a bit. Let's see. Let's see. It's pretty sour. Pretty tart. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely get the Coke on there. Like you can taste that and the vanilla. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's it's not. It's a one and done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not drinking a six pack of that? I uh, know. <laughs> No, I'm not. But it it looks like Coke in the in the top of the can too. Sweet. That's it. That's what I got. What do you guys got? Who's cool. Out? Go ahead, Dane. Uh sure. I uh, passed through land in sea last night, and I had a pint because it was an absolutely beautiful night. And um, I took home a couple cans, and so this one is called uh, Comexico. Hazy Pale Ale. And there's actually a, a secret spot in town called Comexico. Uh, it's in Comox, but it's a nice sandy beach like Mexico. Oh, no way. And you have to... Yeah, it's um, kind of opposite of this army base that's off of the... Well, I'm not going to say. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> off one of the army bases and uh, you have to figure out how to get there. But uh, it's a secret you beach, do, it's man. a nice spot. Yeah, it's it's super nice. Yeah. Um, and then another offering from um, Land and Sea. This is the cream ale. This is what I went out and I got a pint of this last night because it's just oh, good old 
Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Pretty simple. Whoa. Oh, nice. I nice. like the same logo on the can for each one to kind of. Yeah. They've done a really good job. They're just like a local brewery down the street from here, actually. And uh, they got a little kitchen. And um, I mean, the location's all right. There's barely any parking, but. I just came back from the beach last night and uh, someone was pulling out and I just snuck right in. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this is the universe telling me to go have a pint. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, so that's what I got tonight. And you got the take-home version to go. Yeah, the triple the price version too. Yeah. Sons of bees. <laughs> it's just a thing now. <laughs> just a thing. Yeah. Mike, what do you got? Uh, I got two things tonight. One is from Boulder Dash Brewing out of Vancouver, and it is the Wiley Wolverine. Whoa. That's, I haven't seen that yeah. one before. Now 30% feisty. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's a... Wow. Look at that Wolverine. For some yeah, reason, I'm getting Bazooka Joe vibes off the... The design of that, the colors on that can. I don't know why. Maybe it's the the red yeah. kind of bubble yeah. thought. Yeah. Tagging there. Kind of see that. It's like the Wildcat Strong, basically, of the Balderdash lineup. <laughs> totally. Totally. <Wild>. Totally. <laughs> same, same diff. <laughs> and I'm switching it up for my next one with a Jameson Irish whiskey ginger and lime. Yeah. Nice. That'll go down good. Nice and refreshing for summer. Yeah. Right and the hot, hot, hot heat. Hot, hot heat. So, yeah, that's what I got. Tea party. Tea party. The tea party, man. Yeah. Uh, How do we start this the, off? I don't know. I don't know. I got lots of, I got lots of thoughts in my brain, uh, different rants that I was walking around today thinking about the tea party and <laughs> me too just like going back but let's let's go back for uh, for at least dane and i because maybe he doesn't remember this but i do like this album okay i i mean i didn't listen to the 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 demo or whatever i don't think it came out until much later anyways but. yeah it's kind of like a demo yeah. it's an ep yeah it's yeah. it's basically led zeppelin essentially <laughs> yes it's yeah complete with dancing too like on stage, yeah. if it was like if Jimmy Page sang lead <laughs> vocals there, it yeah. would be the same moves. Um, but okay, so Splendor Solace in 1993, okay, in the St. Clement Elementary Junior High Library, we, I think Rob brought a copy on cassette, and we listened in those junky tape players with those blue headphones remember the blue headphones oh, yeah. and yeah. we figured out how to i think one of us had a splitter and we were listening to sun going down just yeah. cranked and that was like 94 maybe probably 93 94 grade 8 grade 7 or, i was yeah. thinking it was grade 7 like right around then yeah, walking home through Manissa, which means I was at the old house. So that that was grade seven. Yeah. yeah. Just little guys. And actually, just on that note, and speaking of uh, Rob, he sent me a picture of uh, the WrestleMania of like stand-up video game that he found in some place that he didn't buy it, but he played it. 
and it was the exact same one that they had at the at the ready mart or whatever that was the circle k, circle the, k. Yeah, yeah on the corner there it was the exact same one with like wow yeah all of them uh <laughs> anyway so i just remember playing that song and like i mean that song is so good and it, it like yeah. i listen to it now and it's like it's it actually sounds nothing else like they've done like on any other album really that song just alone and i mean the vocal performance is unbelievable like he's all over the place with that he's got so many different ways to sing in that song he's got like screaming yeah. in there he's got everything the the 12 string sounds unbelievable in there it sounds so good the drums sound like they're like in the room with you like Unreal. it just the recording of it is fantastic the lyrics uh the entire makeup of that yeah. song is like a perfect song in my opinion and i just i gotta give him props because it's just and it's so slow like the tempo of that song is so slow that it's just got that kind of like swing to it and it just works yeah. right and yeah when you listen to it on headphones it's great and it starts out with just him in one headphone and his echo in the other. And it's just like, Oh yeah. It's such a great setup. And then it just clicks in with the the guitar and then the whole thing kicks in. It's just awesome. I just had to go off on yeah. that song because I listened to it again a couple of times on headphones and it was just like, this is still great. Yeah. Thanks for letting me say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a wrap. Mm -hmm. That's it. <laughs> I don't know if you guys feel the same on that, but it's just, there's something about that song. Yeah, most definitely. I think that was one of the reasons why, like, T, you had messaged me and you're like, what are we doing? And I was like, ah, I don't know. Let me tell you tomorrow. And then um, for whatever reason, that song popped in my head because I think that out of all of them is the one that is, that was the first one I ever heard, first of all. Mm -hmm. I remember my cousin played it and anything my cousin listened to had some sort of like satanic devil worship kind of theme to it. So I was like, this is also satanic. And, and <laughs> because he talks exactly about what I Satan need. and knocking on my door. With, yeah. And he yeah, gets really Saint like Peter. towards the end. He's like taunting St. Peter at the gates. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, he doesn't actually want to get in. He's just like getting in his face and like, I'm Jeff Martin. And yeah. I think that's <laughs> one of the reasons why, you know, back in grade seven, I thought the song was satanic, obviously. <laughs> but now it's kind of like, uh, for me, it's him sort of bridging from that that EP, that real kind of Zeppelin-y kind of mm -hmm. blue, poppy blues. But then for whatever reason, I think someone was like, hey, man, this is a little too, maybe you want to like, you know, differentiate yourself a little bit from your idols. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, let's just do a, a real bluesy, but like evil bluesy. Uh, and it worked. It was really good. And so that was the f song that really stuck out in, in my mind. But when I listened to, I, I always thought it was Splendor Soils. For Me, oh, I did too. When I was a kid, I thought it was Splendor Soils. <laughs> <laughs> Soils. 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 I just never read it, yeah. but um, it's such a balanced album. And it's weird because um, I listened to it a couple of times. And I had to stop myself from like switching to the next track, like because I'm mm -hmm. of course I'm looking for consistency in like kind of fast paced, rocky, what like I wanted everything to sound like sun's going down, but there's a lot of 
acoustic ballads that are kind of like evenly placed throughout. Mm-hmm. It makes for a really nice album and something that I don't really listen to all that often anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, like as a full album, like it feels like these, yeah. these need to be attacked as a as full offerings, every single one of these, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. every album is a, an evolution for them. Oh, totally. So, mm-hmm. You know, when they, when they start off, they're very Led Zeppelin to, uh, you know, they, they take it to the next level where it's like, okay, well, sure, we sound like our heroes and we wear our uh, influences on our sleeves, maybe a little too much, but, you know, they, they expand and they add 40 different instruments that they're all playing. And okay, well, let's learn how to play these five other Middle Eastern instruments and let's put these on. And <laughs> mm-hmm. it just, you know, and the, with with their uh, the, the, the first three albums, they were still musically very Led Zeppelin, but you could tell it was more of a reimagining than a full-on ripoff, like a Greta Van Fleet or a... Sure, yeah. Know, they they, they <clears throat> took it to another level, which was amazing. Yeah, they evolved. Yeah, yeah no question yeah. about it, right? And, like, you know, the, the comparisons to Jim Morrison, like, the fact that he does look like Jim Morrison is, is the problem, right? Like, if he yeah. didn't look like yeah. Jim Morrison, like, he probably yeah. wouldn't get compared as much to him. But, like... You know, I again, I take a song like Sun Going Down and like, you know, Jim Morrison mm-hmm. could never do anything vocally like that, you know, like, no, and that shows you the difference. And it just and, you know, I think, too, this album comes out, comes out in 1983. They get signed to what it was, an EMI, big label, and yep. he's producing it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I yeah. mean? Like, just, just like, I can't imagine the pressure on that. And just be like, here's the reins to the whole thing. Yeah, totally. And okay, did great. Yeah. Okay, this is what I wanted to ask you guys, though. Um, and maybe it's just because it's the tea party, and I've always found Jeff Martin to be kind of like a Dave Mustaine character, where it's like taking himself <laughs> a bit too seriously. We haven't and, had a Dave know. Mustaine reference in a long, long time. I just realized <laughs> yeah. that. So there you go. There you go. Just Mustaine. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's been a couple months <laughs> since we've been uh, Mustained. So. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, you know, oh, Jimmy Page just like like ran up to me in, in a giant hurry and told me how much he really loved the way that I like used the bow on my guitar. And it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it's a good thing he didn't go in the other direction. But anyway, I was just like. Rad story. The producing, I think, is wonderful until it's not like. Um, Okay, so the yes, the song is called "The River," right? The river, yep. Yeah, how it starts off with that wah, mm-hmm. wah, oh, yeah. I wah, hate that. Wah, wah. I hate it. Really? Yeah. But then the rest of the song, there's so much greatness in there. Like, there's there's elements where I'm just like, I'm still like, yes, <laughs> this is awesome, and that is ninety percent of it. But there's just a few things, and like. You know, I I can't do what he does. I can't produce a song like that. But um, I I know exactly I what you're saying. Say I don't like it either. So yeah. yes, there's yeah. always a little like side of cheese with the tea party. It feels like it's, right? yeah. Sometimes it's just turned up a little too much. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, there's a few things that I noticed in doing some research. You know, 
like even on their Spotify uh, write up, you know, it's Juno nominated. I'm like, yeah, don't put that in there. <laughs> you know, unless, like, you <laughs> unless you won one, don't put it in there. You know, uh, I don't know. It's not the Academy Awards. You know, I don't know. Just a few yeah. things that I, that I found where I'm just like, you know, or they they were supposed to play for you know open up for the Rolling Stones on the Bridges to Babylon tour, but Mick got yep. sick, so those gigs got canceled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we were supposed yeah. to play, okay. And we were supposed to open for Led Zeppelin on this entire tour, and then something happened. But we played the last. We played the very last. Yeah, well, it, yeah. your like biggest idols, and they wanted you to do multiple shows, and you were too busy to do this. Like doing what? Yeah. Like yeah. Did you have the studio booked, and you had a? <laughs> I said record record obligations are like uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. Record company obligations. Well, tack it onto that. They're going to sell more records if you're open up for Page and Plant. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they give them a standing but, ovation, man. That that never that didn't yeah. happen on the entire tour for <laughs> for an opening band ever. ever in the history of the world. But well, other other than Guns and Roses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh bad. I love that episode. I've listened to that GNR episode, and I probably mentioned it every podcast, but it's almost so good. yep. Anyway, um, I, I have to say for, and I don't, I'm not sure if you remember this, Mike, but we went to go see the tea party. I think it was for the Edges of Twilight. It must have been for that tour. Yeah. And I remember Jeff Martin had the crowd in the palm of his hand. Yeah. Like it was just one of those shows. Oh, T, you were there too. Uh, no, I was not at that show, okay. but I I know the the flow and the vibe of you know what he's putting out live. So. Yeah, it was amazing, and like I'd seen Tea Party, like we all have, I'm sure, numerous times, and you know sometimes they're hung over at like what were those shows called? Like Edge Fest. We saw yeah, Edge Fest. I remember yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. He just stumbled up. He was like, last night was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> they just sort of stumbled through a set, but this one was at. Was it a Shaw conference? I forget. Yeah, I think it was a anyway, Shaw. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. It was just, the crowd was so into it. Yeah. It was just, everyone that showed up was a Tea Party fan. And like, it was just a great night. And I just, you know, I just, I remember that. And I remember how much of an amazing live band they can be. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and really, you know, the the recorded music and the live show just like, a lot of bands is, is two completely different things, but mm-hmm. man, they can put on a live show if, if everything's ticking. Yeah. Everything's- well, and it's, it's rad too, because they are such proficient musicians where, you know, the, the stuff they put on the album, they can play it. They can pull out the 12 strings. They can pull out the, the obscure, whatever, and do it live. And it sounds perfect. That was the last show like I saw it, in Edmonton before I left. Was uh, yeah. tea party at the Windspear Center, and they did oh, Edge yeah. of the Twilight in its entirety, back, but yeah. not in order. Yeah. Oh, oh they didn't do an order because okay. they said they thought that was lame, <laughs> so uh. they wanted to mix it up. But uh, so that was good, and they were they were fantastic. And I mean, obviously, anytime you can see a band in the Windspear Center, that's a uh, that's a go. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yep. a great live band. Yeah, they were still good then. 
then that was 2015 probably yeah 2015 yeah Yeah, definitely (laughs) yeah because they came through here too so yeah but okay so going back let's go back here so splendor solace jeff martin produces this and like i looked up splendor solace because i'm like what is that because again it was splendor soils but splendor solace is like this (laughs) alchemy book about like it's an illuminated like book that's on display in germany somewhere and it's all about like alchemy and it like goes way deeper than i had any time to look at but it's like yeah serious <laughs> it's like from the ah. 1500s kind of kind of thing okay yep. yeah so there's lots of that you know and and i think one of the band members did the album cover too if i'm not mistaken for Splendor cool. Souls. Yeah, with Stuart Chatwood, yeah, the bass, bass player. player. Yeah. yeah. I think he actually won a Juno for that. <laughs> well, he really? won for something the for the for the art. Yeah, I think it was. Cool. Well that, that album cover's unreal. Yeah, he won a Juno Award for best artwork for a tea party album. For <laughs> just say the name of the album. Wikipedia, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a great, great cover. And again, like, you know, I was thinking too, even in 93 and one more time on Sun Going Down before we leave this album, maybe. But like, you know, this is like the same time that like you got like, <laughs> you know, I was thinking like Mr. Big and like these kind of bands, yeah. they're like doing this or like even extreme, like, you know, with the acoustic, like those kind of songs that were going around, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, they could have yeah. gone that direction too. And it didn't sound like that at all. So that's a good thing. Yeah. They, they did sound different than anyone else at that time period. You know, when, when, when grunge and Nirvana is just going off the charts and, you know, to take that path, we're not going to follow this. We're not going to bend to that. Let's just, let's just learn some new stuff and and new instruments and carry on. Yeah, no. And good point too, because that's right at that time again, that just, it stands out in something else where it's just like, here's another thing like meatloaf and the tea party. You know what I mean? Like they both cut through, but again, another unappreciated Canadian band that didn't make it very big in the States or anywhere else. They were huge in Australia. Yeah. Big in Germany. (laughs) Two Two or 13 times. Canada. Yep. Canada, Australia. That's about it. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't get it. It's funny how those things go like that too, where you're like big in another country like that, and like why? But, but it's also cool that you can be massive in Canada and Australia and still make a living and still, you know, profit. You know, they 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 did well financially. I mean, it's not like they had day jobs and shit. So, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's like Alexis on fire, same kind of thing there massive in canada massive in australia yeah you know yeah. other than city and color no one in the states would ever know them so yeah it's interesting but how that happens to still profit and make <clears throat> you know a living off of those two countries awesome yeah right like and you can go across australia back and forth like quite a few times i would think just mm-hmm. tour the whole thing done yeah. Let's go on, shall we? Let's go to yes. Um, edges of Twilight. We had transmission. Edges of Twilight. Oh, Edges of Twilight. Yeah, nineteen ninety-five. Holy cow! Fire yeah. in the head. This is like all over a bunch of music. That that music yeah. video yeah. is all the time. 
right? And they used yeah. to play the bizarre lots too. I remember the bizarre them on the, like the top of the roof of the building and like going through the yeah the bazaar and yeah. I remember that video lots too, but I mean, I looked up uh, Edges of Twilight too, and like Fire in the Head. It's a, it's Fire in the Head is a, a book by this guy who is like all about Celtic shamanism. So oh. and it's like techniques to access the shaman's world. That's what yeah, yeah. the Fire in the Head <laughs> is, and Edges of Twilight is a line from Fire in the Head. The book right so yeah interesting yeah so more like whatever the hell celtic shamanism is but <laughs> you know some of that yeah. kind of stuff and again that's a little of the touch of the you know the cheesy side a little bit it's it's still kind of cool but it's just like all right <laughs> yeah. i love it i think it's awesome you know what's interesting about this album and I want to ask you guys if you think it holds up. Mm-hmm. But first, I want to say I remember everyone had a copy of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such a, when you listen to it, it's very Eastern music yep. influenced. It's a very worldly type of uh, vibe that they got going on. But every 13 year old or 15 year old kid I knew yeah. had, a, had a copy of this album. Yeah. It was so big on much music. Yeah. You couldn't not. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. And you're right. There was so there's so much world music and like Indian influence on this album that like I mean, that's what introduced me to it. Right? Like yeah, that yeah. introduced me to that right. whole side of, of that, you know, and when it was like and you realize like how much of an influence it is now, you know, and like this was the oh, band yeah. that got me into that. I mean, that and like Led Zeppelin listening to Cashmere right. and stuff. But I mean, you know, yeah. this 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 was way more. You know, it's, this is yeah. beyond you know Beatles, Norwegian Wood. Like it's just like, <laughs> exactly. you know, yeah. There's tablas and you know, mm-hmm. so many different instruments that you know I don't even know probably that are on this album. Yeah. So, but yeah. I, it doesn't hold up. Yes. I think this album is solid. Yeah. Yes, I, I love this album. I think front yeah. to back, it's so good, you know? And I love the, like you mentioned before too, about like the acoustic songs that are thrown throughout this, their albums. And I was going to say, it's kind of throughout uh, these three albums too, even in, in Transmission. But like, it gives you a little bit of a break. Like I think of like, um, uh, what is it? Uh it's the one it's it's just it's all acoustic it's all acoustic and (laughs) i think it's like maybe the third or fourth track in and it's just it's it's beautiful like it's just a it's beautifully placed like right in that after like you kind of get smacked in the face with the first couple tracks it's great but then it kicks back in and then they've got the they're the masters at like the very long, like drawn out intro, and then like the like yes. ridiculously wicked like <laughs> third part of the song. Yeah. You're like, yes, like I love that yeah, part. Yeah, where yeah. You're like, I waited for that, and it's like a it's like a Phil Collins in the air tonight kind of thing, right? You got to yeah. put your time bum, in bum, bum, before bum, you bum, get bum. to the best yeah. part. So yeah. they're real That's, good at yeah. that, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's taking you on a journey. Turn the lamp down low yeah, is a yeah. great example of that, right? Like it just starts yep. with just it's it feels like you're smoking the hookah pipe and it's just you're hanging out yep. in the Middle East and then all of a sudden it just 
And then Shadows on the Mountainside just brings you right yeah, back it just, into nature yeah. and you're like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you know, you end with Walk With Me too. There's another one that, you know, kicks in late. And yep. I don't know. It just a kind of a, a book ends it great. It just when I saw them there in 2015, I bought this on vinyl because I was like, this one is one that would be cool to have and yeah i'm glad i got it because it's uh, again it, it's just it's front to back for me yeah. yeah well the the first three albums seem like they could have been produced by jimmy page <laughs> like it's it, it you know it's it's not led zeppelin but it could have been produced and influenced by oh yeah not saying that's a bad thing as a bad thing but just just how the song structures are built and um but yeah i mean edge of twilight brilliant and and it is it is one of the rare albums that it is a front to back experience you can't just pick a song no no you gotta take it out and there's ed stasium do you guys know this guy he was the other producer that was listed on this album and he hmm. has done uh, I, there's another guy that's done a million albums um, a lot yep. of them I hadn't heard of, but he's done stuff with like um, Motorhead. He's worked with Jeff Healy. Like he's yep. done a whole bunch of the stuff. So familiar. he was yep. on this album, but he uh, was not on the next album. So this okay. was, this is the only one that was produced by somebody else. I don't know what the later albums, mm-hmm. but as far as these three, um, right? <clears throat> he was he was on this one. So mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, but. Yeah, no, I, I, I love this album. I even when I look at the the cover too on uh, on Spotify, yeah, the angel, yeah, the angel. Yeah. But I, I remember it had that like kind of like translucent like front to yes. it. Remember that gave it that little yep. that what it looks like on Spotify there. Yeah, that little extra dimension yeah. to it. Oh, really? Yeah, it had oh. that like the jewel case had a texture to it. No, or? it would have like an extra page on the on the CD booklet, and it was like a translucent uh, kind of thing that had like some patterns to it that made it look like it was like that. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the things you remember, and you know, I'm thinking too, like you go back, like we're talking like you know, 1993 for Five. for Splendor Solace. But like, oh, sorry. But just, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, being with that band for that long, like, you know, you're 13, 12, 13 years old at that point. And like, that's mm-hmm. one of the first bands that, like, I really kind of got into. Like, when I actually reflect back onto it, right? It's one of the first. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really cool, too, that they were able to stay together for as long as they have being, you know, we 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 set out right after high school we met in high school yeah we built this band and we you know we took it out and it it worked for x amount of years i mean it's yeah. so rare it's it's super cool find the right cats to do the right things and you know you've got a, a singer that can do amazing lyrics and play guitar and play 50 other instruments and you have a drummer that's unreal underrated again. with completely underrated i mean there's there's so many songs on there with these crazy time signatures that right. once you hear it i can't get it out of my head yeah. like it's just so perfect and it, i don't know they, they just play so well together and write so well together it's it's a rare thing yep. so agree with that for sure yeah 
Okay, let's go to Definitely. transmission. Yeah. And I think, man, this Temptation. is maybe my favorite out of the three. Okay. Really? I think so. Okay. I, I okay. think so. Again, it's just like, I love it so much. <laughs> I love When I listen to it again, <laughs> I love it so much. Like, um, I mean, again, the hits, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of the hits. I got to take the hits out. But like, Army Ants is such a good song. Like Army Ants is it my is, favorite song oh, on this album. The drumming on that, the yep. the guitar work, the whole thing, all of the sounds, like and th- and this whole album too is just like it's loaded. It's just got so much in it, and it feels like such an experience when you press play on it. You're just like you're going through it, and and I read too that he was super influenced by Downward Spiral, which was not really right. surprising, oh, yeah. right? No yep. doubt. I mean, even the album. Perfect timing. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But again, taking yourself in a completely different direction, but not at the same time, right? You still have guitars. You still have uh, the Indian influence throughout this album. But yeah. now you got a bass player who's playing keyboards instead of bass. Yep. Like for yep. the majority yeah. of this it, album, right? And a guy who didn't know how to play keyboards until he got to this album. Right, taught himself yep. how to play keyboards to play on this album, which is awesome. Like, how many people <laughs> do that now? You know, Nobody. God, I just I think about Nobody. that. It just it doesn't happen. Yeah, you know, I gotta respect that. Yeah. It just not many bands can do that. You know, I think of like Radiohead, like bands like that, they can just like learn new things and just incorporate them into their music. But yeah. I don't know if I can think of a better one than Tea Party that does that. Yeah, no, did totally. That, you know? and, and to and to transition from back to the Led Zeppelin thing to now, you can definitely tell there is the Trent Reznor influence to it. Yeah, it just kind of takes it to that next level. Okay, now what what are we going to evolve to next? Yeah, and so. it's again, this is what ninety seven. So like, this is like yeah. Prodigy. This is Massive Attack. Yeah. You know. Apex yep. Twin, like this is all going down at this time. So they're just catching that wave Perfect. too, right? Yeah, totally. Perfect. Yeah. I can't believe Temptation was actually a single out on the radio. Like I remember when it, yeah. it first hit and like it seemed like it was everywhere. But I remember being in someone's car and it was cranked. Oh. And I was like, oh, yep. holy shit. <laughs> yep. And the video for that is is just unreal, mm-hmm. man. I don't know how they shot that. It's... It seems like it was all done in one take. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the video where 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 it's like a a, a labyrinth almost, and there's just it's like the perfect drug. A, hundred, <laughs> a thousand people doing a thousand different things, and the camera zooms in on this, and what's happening in this little cubicle of the maze, and what's happening in this, and then it goes on, you know, the vocals, and it goes searches around somewhere else and then there's only the drums oh yeah yeah oh you're this is you're thinking babylon wasn't that temptation no that was temptation wasn't it it's the that song i know because i remember that video because they're just it's like all one shot yeah because he's hanging in the yeah and there's like he's like swinging from the chandelier and like yeah okay I thought that was yeah, no, but the temptation right. video is good too. They're <laughs> pretty sure he's walking it's through like, a labyrinth in that one too. <laughs> it's very yeah. nine inch nails. There's like water and then like an alligator yeah. tail. It's kind of like very high contrast. <laughs> yeah, 
And then they're in a concrete, looks like silo. And uh, like they got a lot of money to shoot deep in water. Yeah. You know, it's all right. Yeah. It's it's tea party. Yeah. (laughs) But I, I, I don't know. I like. Other than the hits, I think like and I, I, let me take that away because I do like Babylon. I, I, Temptation is not bad. It's killer. I I just again this is another band the band that introduced me to and kind of had a little bit more because we've talked about the what we thought was lame as having a keyboard in your band to <laughs> like having this and being like this is so cool you know like just yeah. all these samples and sounds and loops and beeps and bops and you're like this is cool and it's like over top of like indian music and like really heavy guitar and screaming kind of i don't know it was like again at the right time for me too in 97 it kind of hit at the right time and i listened to it heavy rotation (laughs) i think i think we incorporated some keyboard into some songs with uh phoenix foundation i remember we had oh yeah just be, but because delay. of this kind of stuff, yeah, right? exactly. because of that, like, to open okay, that up, it's okay to do this. Yeah. Now. <laughs> they said it's all right, <laughs> <laughs> they made it cool, so let's do it now. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't know. This and this album sounds like it's like was recorded in the Mans- Manson house, kind of you know, like it's got that, yeah, but th- again, the recording of it is. The recording of the drums, especially, and I find that on every single one of these albums, is just like supreme. Like it's it's yep. it's unbelievable, and I don't know how they did it or he did it or whoever did it, but like the the drums just sound so good. And same thing on this album. Yeah, I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm just checking this out here. It was recorded in three separate studios. So hmm. uh, Alchemical in Montreal, NRG in. Uh, Los Angeles and yep. La Studio. Yep. Do you guys remember that one? Yep. That the Rush, Rush studio that's uh, not around anymore. Not but yeah. around anymore. But I'm wondering if they uh, track drums in that studio. Oh, maybe. It sounds like they track drums all in one spot because I you could I don't see how you can get that consistency. Yeah. yeah. If you're on drums, I mean anything else you can kind you of can, work with, but drums you the room get is the a mercy big of thing. the room exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they did it in the studio just just because of the mm-hmm. fact that that whole Rush video was Neil. Perch. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, totally. If you can, why not? <laughs> Makes it even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. No, I, I I like this album. I wrote down too that that they his buddy gave him an emulator two synthesizer from the nineteen eighties. And that's what he was yeah. just messing around on uh, to get a lot of the like bare bones ideas for this album. And then the other guys came in and filled in the rest of the parts. But I thought that was cool too. Yep. Just kind of messing right. around it's on our good. old synth just to get all these songs. Yeah, it's it's a good tool to to influence and you know spark your your imagination for, for writing. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. And again, I looked up some of these things on this album and there's lots of like, you know, references to like George Orwell and like you know, yeah. lots of alchemy things again that I don't got the time to dive into, but they seem kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I need a quick version on what these are all about, but lots of different yeah. things uh, taken from different uh, writers too that 
mm-hmm. are on this album. So, but again, I saw this album. I, did, I saw them do this one live too, and it was again good. And I don't know if you guys are at any of those shows for transmission, but um, no. I think I might have. That was maybe an Edge Fest. I, mean, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think that was the did Edge Fest for one for Edges of Twilight, and then like two years later for this one, like because when I you rem- saw. Yeah, was it like a middle of the day type of thing, or were you in like? A no, it was middle dark... of the day. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was yeah. middle of the day. I remember one where they had like the like all like f- like foil background, and it was just like kind of waving in the in the wind. It looked like cool. looked like they had aluminum foil in the backdrop, and it just I don't know if you remember <laughs> that one. But, uh, yeah, no, they, they were good on this album too. Like to, as far as performing it live, it was it was solid. Um, we 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 missed the the EP in there too. The Alhambra. Did you guys listen to that? I didn't check it out. Uh, I did not. No. Yeah, I I remember it coming out, but I didn't buy it. So mm-hmm. um, we won't talk about it. <laughs> uh okay so were you guys still around for triptych were you uh still kicking around there or were you guys gone by that off i fell off for triptych just because really the 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 radio songs uh touch Mm -hmm. was awesome that song so good But then once they had, you know, heaven coming down, yeah, and 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 the messenger, (laughs) where I could every day at or every morning at the exact same time, yeah, my alarm clock would go off and it would be the bear, and they would have that either (laughs) heaven coming down or the messenger at at the exact time that my alarm would go off. Fucking exact. Got a letter from a man. Every morning, and I hated it. The first time I I heard it was okay. It's just the the second my alarm goes off, that song is on. It's just like, uh, uh, what's the. What's what's the the live song? Dolphins Cry or whatever. The same thing. What what the hell was that song? You you know you could change the channel. It was the bear. I didn't have. I Dude, didn't want any K Rock, man. Put on the K Rock. Yeah, yeah. Well, a, a, anyway, at the time, yeah. it, it was just at that exact moment every day that song would come on, and I it would just piss me off every fucking time. And you so, know what? I I kind of feel like that's what sort of killed this band. Yeah, the, ra- the radio the, hits. And this is the first album yeah. that it felt like radio hits. Yeah, every other album were like really cool video hits much music this thing is you know the it, it it was all great and then this album came out and they started doing radio hits for whatever reason yeah and then i was done but take away heaven coming down and the messenger the erase messenger. them from the album yeah. and, t- yes. and if you listen to the rest of those tracks they're solid again like the, and it, even in 1999 Right or yeah. two thousand, whenever this came out, ninety nine, I think. Right, yeah, yeah, ninety nine. Yeah. I mean, you know, and you take into account what's going on at this point too, right? Uh, in nineteen ninety nine, in music, and again, there nobody's yeah. doing stuff like touch and and you know, but no. 
I mean, <laughs> and that's the thing too. Five, I was into heavier stuff. Heaven coming down, right? Like that's why you make it. Yeah, you know, just and I, I couldn't stomach it. That was the radio hit that everyone liked. Yeah, just like you go see Santana, and they're waiting for the one song, "Debit to Smooth," and then, and then, you know, it's it became that sort of thing for me. So I was done. And and at that time, I mean, I was into heavier music around 97 anyway and on yeah and it was just like eh, okay i mean no yeah I'll, I'll do something else but now going back these you know the past year or so giving it a listen skipping the uh the the radio tracks yes definitely it's it's it has merit mm-hmm. so yeah it was ranked number 435 in rock hard magazine's book the 500 greatest rock and metal albums of all time. I'm like, how many was that out of? 500. 8,000. <laughs> Juno nominated. Yeah, Juno nominated. Uh, in fact, um, yes, Juno nominated. They didn't win one. But uh, I don't know. This one's my favorite album. Really? Hmm. Yeah. And I think it's even with like the overplayed uh two tracks that we just referenced i think to me that's it's it kind of validates this album as you know this was pop music for canada back in the late 90s Mm -hmm. so they did it right like it was something that was revered and and people celebrated but also it's quite I, i think it's it's fairly like heavy i kind of find it like they're going back to a lot of the stuff that worked Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and i feel like they're getting it right on this album Mm -hmm. where like edges of twilight is just they you know they got the influences cranked to 11 that's why i asked like if you think it it holds up i mean in in my ears i'm like maybe not so much it's a bit spicy it's a little spicy Mm -hmm. it's world music-y it's world music yeah. key, which is fine if that's uh, that's why I'm like I can't believe every kid yep. like had <laughs> like it was a like a Justin Bieber album, but uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I digress. I think um, this is where they got it right. They got the Eastern influences. They got the electronica. Um, they got the the ballads in there as well. It might be kind of like focused towards a radio audience, but this album, I think to me is a really good kind of final product of um, mm. all of the ones prior. And like they had another album after this or no? Oh, they got a bunch after oh, they this. A they bunch. keep going. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> I was gone. I, stopped, I was <laughs> definitely gone after <laughs> yeah. this album because I had this one. <laughs> yeah. I think I got it for free. And then I was gone yeah. because of because of that though, right? Like because of yeah. Heaven Coming Down and The Messenger. I saw those videos and I'm like, fuck, yeah. What are you doing? You know, he's like, and I, I read somewhere he was like, yeah, we we almost got uh, Scott. What's not Scott Scorch? Scott from Creed. What was his oh, name? Oh, Scott, Scott Stapp. Jesus. Yeah, Scott Hurr, Stapp. Hurr. We almost had Scott. <laughs> Scott Stapp was almost on the album. Who's who's coming back on another Creed tour, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> but you could definitely like hear those influences. Oh, right? yes. Yes. Arms wide open. Yeah. yeah, yeah, inner zone mantras in two thousand and one. I can't even name a song off of this. I I, nope. I went through it. 
Um, but I, okay, so th- then I can't talk to you, at least, Dane, about this, the next <laughs> one of these albums. Maybe, Mike, you've heard it, but did you listen to The Ocean at the End? No. Oh. I, I, it was one of those things. Once Triptych came out. <laughs> well, I mean, like, now, I like, didn't. in this last week, no. have, you, or have you listened to it? I didn't. Okay. I didn't have well, time. Just, I just went back. Sc- scroll through it, The Ocean at the yeah. End in 2014, and just let me know your thoughts on okay. that one, because... Uh, okay. I put it on. There's a couple sea shanties on there. Uh, <laughs> the Black Sea. You guys got to listen to it. <laughs> okay. Black Roses. Black Roses. Another black song on here. Yeah. There's a look at all this. All the sun shower hole in my heart. Summertime. They got all these songs. Like, but but this is this is the first album they did after they shut it down because they shut it down in 2004. Four or five, and then right. came back in 2011. Right. Was it not? So this is just uh, okay. We're back. What ten years later? <laughs> what do we got now? Yeah, like they all did. Yeah, sea yeah. sea shanties. They all did that. It feels like they were the tea party. Now they came back as the tea party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there it's it, it's kind of funny too because I just. Uh, Got something that popped up here on my socials that said uh, Tea Party and I Mother Earth are on tour now. Oh, is Edwin yeah. in there? I didn't I didn't know us other dude. <laughs> the 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 other guy, yeah. Anyway. I bet you it's Edwin. Hard what Rock the hell is he doing now? Vancouver. It it didn't work out like he was going to be the star. He left and he was the fucking star and then he did one thing and it was awesome drama, which though. was not bad. I kind of like that, that album, man. Yeah, there's he a couple tracks on there that are that, though. not bad. But but compared to, yeah, it was the wrong compared move. to the the, the, the oh, first, yeah. You know, yeah. first two I Mother Earth. Yeah, no, at yeah. the time, not the time to do it. No, speaking of that solo stuff, have you listened to any Jeff Martin's solo work? I have not. Does it sound like Tea Party? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it does yeah. it does but i mean he's yeah. got quite a few uh well i shouldn't say quite a few he's only got i think maybe two or three albums but or like songs yeah. i should say like eps kind yeah. of stuff but mm-hmm. uh and he's got a full i, could, I saw the name full album just came out it's a full mm-hmm. like couple full albums yeah like that well i shouldn't say that it's like seven songs 32 minutes but oh, like, okay it's you know it starts with like uh Indian raga and like yeah that kind of stuff, right? But and the and the the wah pedal that Yeah, I I have issues with that too. Just it, you know, when 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 guitarists use like a tremolo pedal and it's the same sort of sound where it's like oh, the wah 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 I can't handle it in my ears, it bothers me. Right. So yeah. Same same kind of a flow. It's like somebody's got the yeah. window in the back open and you're rolling down the highway, right? Like Exactly. Exactly. Same kind of sound. <laughs> Shut your fucking window. <laughs> or at least open both so it's balanced. Right. God. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even with that. I was like, Jeff Martin seven seven seven. Frick. Yeah. <laughs> you lost me at seven. Three hundred and seventy monthly mit listeners. Like, yeah, nobody's listening to that either. So, 
Yeah. But again, you're right, Mike. I mean, they've made it, you know, a go of it for a really long time, right? Like, you know, yeah. I think that's and the most goal. Most bands right? can't like, make it that long. To be able long. to do yeah. that. And I mean, you know, if you told me that we were only big in Canada and Australia, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. They, they, made, they made their money in the two countries and they're still going. Like I said, with the new tour, they're still making money. Are they? If you can do that now. Why are they not? playing Kelowna or Penticton? Uh, Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver. Okay. What are they so, playing? Pardon? What venue? What venue? What venue? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Uh... The SO. <laughs> <laughs> the ABS oh, Casino. Okay. Okay. Hard, yeah. Hard Rock Casino. So I guess now they're a casino band. But... It's at the Hard Rock? <laughs> Hard Rock Casino. Oh, my God. I was just kidding. <laughs> it's it's their casino band. Oh, yeah. no. But still, yeah. I would go. I'd go too. I would definitely yeah, go. For sure. I, I, I would, would go. too. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's oh yeah, it's Dream Theater here tomorrow. So I'm not. I I'm. Are you going? Did you get it? Well, I haven't got tickets yet. I'm hoping I can just get them at the door. I don't think it's going to be that just busy. I don't know, man. It's Dream Oof. Theater and, and but Mike uh, Portnoy doesn't play with them anymore. Devin Townsend, I he did, man. but he's not in there anymore. But yeah. still, I I kind of feel you. like I got to go at least see Dream Theater. But I want to see Animals as Leaders, <laughs> and I and I want to see Devin Townsend too. So like they're and it's go for go for heavy Devi, man. Hockey arena, really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Go for go for heavy Devi. You will not be you will not be let down. Uh, so well, I thought Devin Townsend would stop touring. No, he just he just changes it up. He changes his style. He do, goes he, he he does an acoustic thing, and then he does his his metal thing, and then he writes uh writes with a you know like an orchestra, and then he just it he he just keeps going. I but I I read an interview where he was like it's too expensive to tour. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm done. Well, it's it's definitely too expensive to tour, but he has different lanes. Right. Okay. You know, if the 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 Devin Townsend project touring that, yes, it's difficult. But now I can go out and do an acoustic tour by myself and make some money, and then I can do, you know, some some big. It's uh, just with orchestras and shit, and then I can do something else, and then right. Yeah, I, I mean, he's he's still able to survive, which is awesome. But he's had to stream down huge. Yeah, and like he's not playing yeah, like so. Rogers Arena. He's they're playing at like Thunderbird Arena here, like on campus. But so, great, yeah. even better. Yeah. That's still awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah. But so we'll see. I guess if I can get into that, you should be able to. <laughs> you should. Yeah. Make it happen. Got to run down there. It's like ten minute walk, so I, I can I can do that. I can do that. You'll make I'll, it. You got a hoverboard yet? No, I wish. I wish. You should <laughs> at least get yourself a longboard, man, or some rollerblades. Mm. Yeah, there was a guy on rollerblades today. I'm like, I didn't see a guy with rollerblades until today, and he was just cruising. I'm like that's oh, that's yeah. it. But Wait, everybody you? was like delivering food. They're just cruising on like the the hoverboards. It's just like the hoverboards. Skip the dishes, guys. Get a just longboard, like, man. Just going on his. Whatever. Get a longboard. Uh, Land yachts is is down there. Go fucking pick one oh, up. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, I, that that stops me from walking. Or go to the Value Village and get yourself some some rollerblades. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch out for rocks. Yeah, they'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Oh man. 
But to finish off Tea Party, yeah, I, I, yep. I good, good choice because again, it, it reminded me how much influence that band had on me back yep. in the day. Uh, right. Yep. But again, I re- kind of so realized much. why once I go back and realize that we listened to this band a really long time ago and it's kind of been in that fabric of my whole music learning and totally. you know what I mean? Yeah, they've just always been there. So, mm-hmm. uh, but again, another underrated uh, Canadian band that, again, I'm not quite sure why the U.S. didn't, it didn't catch on. I just, I don't understand that. But there's a lot of that can rock I don't really understand either why it didn't catch on. So didn't sell enough Budweiser. Yeah. What's that? It didn't sell enough Budweiser. <laughs> Maybe. Or, yeah. Maybe. But you know, I even think too, like like Our Lady Peace, like a comparable band to this band, you know, not mm-hmm. musically, but uh no, you know, at the wrong. time big, but it made it big in the States. You know, did they? I guess that. Yeah, like that I listen to Sirius XM, like dead. like Lithium, and they'll play like Superman's Dead, and like they'll yeah. they'll play that on there. So I'm like, I didn't think that either, and I'm like, okay, like they made it down here too. Like it's one of the few Canadian the bands songs that were more play simple that from that era, but the songs were more simple and digestible. Our late piece, <sighs> you mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Tea Party. You're they're right. Just, there, there was too many layers. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Although I have no idea how I was able to listen to Rain Maida's voice. It's terrible. I still can't. I still can't. That first I mean, album I had is absolutely okay. no pro- Yeah. That first album is got a couple tracks, but like yeah. Oh man, I loved is- that first album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I did too. Anything after that was painful. I couldn't do it. Yeah, no, that yeah. the clumsy album was like just radio hit after radio Ooh. hit. It was trash but the first album is is i liked it but again i go back and listen to it and it's a little bit of a tough listen because of his voice so i wonder if this is like the detriment right to these canadian bands where you you see them like it happened with our lady peace on their sophomore album and then with um uh the tea party on their what do you call the third album the fucking third album whatever they're 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 trying to hit this formula which is just it, it seems as though it, it's 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 very like either you you hit or you're done yeah yeah and it's well, the, the the whole can rock wave was was a blip in time yeah really mm-hmm. i mean it didn't it, it didn't expand past you know 90 97 as soon as 97 hit, it was just like, oh, okay, the, the can rock thing is over. Yeah, it changed what to like a different kind of thing of Canadian music yeah. kind of thing, right? But Nelly Furtado. Yeah, yeah that kind of stuff, yeah. right? Like some 41 and like the Black Eyed Peas yeah. and that yeah. stuff, right? But yeah, like, it's changed. Yeah. yeah, I know you're right. It was a very small blip in time, but man, was that bright, like for, you know, oh, in Canada. Yeah, it burned. Again, I mean, we've done a Can Rock episode, but it's just amazing how that, you know, mm-hmm. how it all hit at the same time. And another mashup of all these different bands that didn't really all kind of sound like anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Yeah, taking influences from everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And, and the internet wasn't even running yet, man. It wasn't. Really? You know, man. but you knew about all these little <laughs> bands, too, in Canada that, you know, like the Doughboys and, like, you know, 
Yeah. Just little bands that even the smalls, right? Like all these kind of bands that we've covered, like oh, you just kind of, yeah. you knew yeah. about them though. Somebody, somebody had mm-hmm. it or somebody listened to it, right? It just got passed mm-hmm. around. What was mm-hmm. the name of that band that did the, dun, 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 and daddy's. Wide Mouth Mason. Wide Mouth Mason. Oh yeah. Wide yes, Mouth. Yeah. Yes. Win. Fucking Daddy's weird. back in the backyard. I saw them opening up for ZZ Top in 97, 96, 97. Yeah. yeah. It's the only time I saw them, but yeah. I saw them in Red. Once again, I, another I, blip I in time. You were at that show, weren't you? I think we saw them. I think there. so. They were great. Yeah, they were good. They were really, yeah, I so really good. liked them. Yeah. I think we saw them for free too at K Days one year. They were playing there. Yeah. <laughs> You know. <laughs> All produced by Gordy Johnson of Big Sugar, yeah. so that's that's rad. Right, that makes a lot of sense. And again, that's yep. probably how we found out about them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, like it just—you knew about all those little ones. I almost yeah. want to put Big Sugar, and I, I think I'm dragging this out a bit too far here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> last, uh, last. I thing. almost want to put Big Sugar in a different category because to totally. me, they're. Those that that band is a bit sacred to me. Where oh, all these totally. other ones that we've mentioned, like yeah, they were great for a moment in time. But like, I can go to any Big Sugar album, and like, I, I remember when I first got back to Canada in 2018, yeah. we're driving through Jasper, Heaven and uh, in Alberta. Yeah, and I like yeah. started crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, the, the, that we we almost need a big sugar Gordy Johnson absolutely ap- episode. You know, I think we should. That would be good. And he's still doing it. T, you're sent. You were sending me some stuff with him. And he's they're they're doing so much shit, man. Yeah. It's it's awesome. They're all over the place. And he's been living in Texas for oh, the I past bet. twenty years, and you know, doing the Grady thing for for whatever that was, and then now it's Big Sugar again. And the Grady stuff, yeah, great. they're still going. I. I get updated all the time with tours. It's and and little shows. It's it's killer, man. He's doing his thing. So yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do a big sugar Gordy because we need to do a nice. whole dive on that. Absolutely done. Yeah, done. yeah. Uh, but good pick on Tea Party. That was yeah, yeah, totally. Like again, it was one of those bands I didn't know I needed again, and it was it brought her back. So I like yeah. it. Thank you for that one. Thank you for that one. All right. We want you guys to subscribe, share, and review this podcast. Keep it going. Keep it strong because we're having a great time entertaining you guys with B-Sides and Beers podcast.